This is Aspiring Altruists, the show where you'll hear the stories of young professionals in the nonprofit sector working to change the world. We'll dive into their backgrounds, hear about the work they do, and ultimately learn how they got to where they are and how you can do the same. With the nonprofit sector comprising one of the largest U.S. workforces by tackling the world's biggest problems across nine major categories, you may just hear something that could change your life, and through it, the lives of countless others. With the midterm elections having just happened last week and a major issue of them seeming to be the integrity of our democracy, I decided to speak with a guy who works to improve our democracy and make our elections fair, Matt Oberstadt. Matt is a social media associate at Fairboat. He graduated last year from George Washington University, having studied political science, and has gone on to work on political campaigns before ending up in the nonprofit sector. Matt's going to share with us about his young journey thus far and about the differences he's seen between working on a campaign in the politics life versus working to improve the political process from a nonprofit organization. So, let's listen in. So, Matt, tell the listeners a little bit about the role that you're in and the organization you work for. Yeah, I work at FairVote, which is a nonpartisan voting reform organization. So currently, with our elections, there are often a big, big list of problems with them. Like if a bunch of candidates run for an office that people of, you know, sort of one ideology end up splitting the vote a bunch of different ways, then someone with the other viewpoint can win with just a tiny fraction of the vote as one example. And so fair vote basically advocates for voting reforms that can solve those problems. Uh, Ranked choice voting is one of the ones we push most. And another related one we like is the Fair Representation Act that is meant to do things like uh, prevent gerrymandering. And my role at Fair Vote is the social media associate. So I'm running our Twitter, our Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. All the classics right there in terms of social media. Well, I know that this role is your first one coming right out of college. So what have you learned from your first year of real world experience? I think the biggest thing I've learned is that full-time work gets easier over time. When I first started, I didn't really know what to expect or how difficult it was going to be. So it was kind of scary getting started. But over the course of this, a bit over a year that I've done this job, it's gotten a lot more comfortable and I'm more used to it and I know what's expected of me and how to do it and that kind of stuff. So, you know, even if it feels scary going into your first job, it won't stay that way. Right. Yeah. You get used to it and realize that people around you are just as interested in making sure you succeed as you are. Well, I know talking about college here that you studied political science and now you've landed yourself here in the nonprofit sector. So what led you to specifically the organization you're in and the role you're in and the nonprofit sector overall? During college, I wound up trying three different internships. The first one was with the New Jersey Department of State, if they're a business action center. The second one was with a political campaign. And the last one was with Fair Vote, where I'm working now. Right. Um, and of those three, I just found the nonprofit advocacy type work the most fulfilling. Hmm. And I think for me, the biggest reason for that was especially like if you compare it to campaigns, right. which is one of the other really big things that 
political science majors go into. Um, with a campaign, you can't control what issues you work on or what mm. stance the candidate takes. So like when I was working for a candidate, I felt that I agreed with her on probably 80% of the policies, but there was a, a solid 20% where I disagreed with her stances and I couldn't really do anything about that. Right. Um, the, you know, the campaign managers just said, oh, well, you have to kind of like, don't really talk about those or just sort of nod along and pretend you're for it. Um, and I didn't really like that. So the great thing about being in the nonprofit world, at least at a place like FairVote, is that the organization's mission is more narrowly focused on a small number of policies that I know I agree with. And so, like, I agree with ranked choice voting. I think the Fair Representation Act is the gold standard for legislative elections. And I, I can focus my efforts on things that I know I support rather than this kind of iffy world of campaigns. Yeah, that's interesting. I said, really thought about that as much in terms of, you're right, that the nonprofit sector and the organizations are all focused on their own niche in a sense, like their own narrow scopes. You can really focus on the one that is most interest to you and the one that you want to specifically have an impact in that cause area, policy area, things like that. Yeah, I, I think the reason I got interested in election reform, especially, is that I grew up in New Jersey, mm. in a town that was about 60% Democratic and 40% Republican. Okay. But even though the town itself was like, somewhat closely divided, in a, a election system like ours, that wasn't reflected at all. And none of the elections were even remotely competitive. Um, so like, I think it had been since the nineties that there was a Republican on city council and maybe since the eighties, that there was a Republican mayor, um, just because, you know, the minority in the community, like in this case, Republicans, uh, wouldn't have a fair degree of representation in the government to match their size. Um, so even though I'm a Democrat, that just seemed deeply unfair to me, even mm -hmm. as like a young high schooler. And that's part of why I wanted to get involved with voting reform. That's a, yeah, unique, but yeah, good personal story in terms of how you got into that. Uh, with your political science background and kind of that story there, the role you're in, I know you're early into your career here, of course, but uh, do you have any idea already of where you see yourself long-term or is this issue you want to be ultimately working on or moving on to eventually something else? I think this is pretty much where I want to be. Um, voting reform is the topic and policy area that I find myself most drawn to. So I really do like where I am now, and I don't have any plans to like change that up anytime soon. Um, one thing I would like to start doing on the side more is that there is a, a related cause I care about a lot, which is voting rights for the citizens in U.S. territories, hmm. because currently people in places like Puerto Rico and Guam that are controlled by the U.S. but aren't states are subject to a lot of our laws and taxes, even though they don't have a say in those things. And so I would like to find ways to start integrating, like work on territorial voting rights into what I'm doing. But I don't know 
you know, that, that might just be like a side hobby I'm going to develop. Nice. Well, I mean, you kind of been sharing it a little bit there through your answers of things like, yeah, U.S. territories, other stuff like that. But is there something that you feel the listeners should know specifically about the cause you're working for and how maybe if they have an interest in it, they can best support it? So the best way to get involved with voting reform is there are a number of state and local advocacy organizations that are pushing for these things. So on the Fair Vote website, we have a big list of um, like all the RCV organizations around the country that we work with, where th- there are definitely bills that get worked on at the federal level too. Like the Fair Representation Act is federal legislation, hmm. but it's a lot easier for individuals to get involved at the state level. So I would highly recommend checking that out and reaching out to whatever group is in your state. Or if you're one of the handful of people who's in a state without one of these organizations, then you can try to start one. Yeah, definitely have seen myself the difference between the the federal level is the one I guess that gets most of the the news coverage, most of the attention, most of the focus kind of thing. But that is the one that being as large as it is, can be harder to break into and harder to make an impact on. I know in, in my area of working on climate change related legislation that's a similar thing of big impact if it happens but big challenge to make it happen so i could imagine that happening the same with yours your issue one of the things that makes this especially a big deal for election reform is that according to the constitution congress is allowed to regulate federal elections so basically they can set up you know rules and regulations to stop gerrymandering and improve representation with ranked choice voting in congressional elections, which is what the Fair Representation Act does. But Congress doesn't really have authority to reform state elections. It's like Congress can't go in and say, hey, Maine, you need to elect your governor with RCV. That's a decision only Maine is able to make. And the same for like all the other states too. Good to know. Well, if there were one thing either related to what you've shared or in general that you could share with the audience, what would that thing be? I would say whatever town or state or region you live in, go out and explore it. I think a lot of the times people fall into a trap of like they'll live in a place so long that they just never get around to seeing all the wonderful things that has to offer because they like Hmm. put it on the back burner. Cause I'll like go on a vacation to a place or live in a place for about a year. Like for when I started college, for instance, and then at the end of that, I'll have locals telling me that I've seen more of their city than they have. So I would just say, you know, this has nothing to do with work, but just as like a fun lifestyle thing, make sure you're going to museums and historic sites and parks and neighborhoods and all the sorts of things you would do if you traveled to like Rome or something. You can do that same stuff here if you just sort of make the time for it. Yeah, certainly a lot to see out there in each place. Shares its similarities, but can be somewhat unique in all of its own ways. And that's a, definitely, I guess, is what you get used to when you when you live in an area. Like living here in the in the DC area, you see things like the the Washington Monument or the Smithsonian Museums or all the different other, the, the halls of power in terms of Congress, the White House, all that, just driving by on any given day. And you kind of forget that that's a place that 
a lot of people around the country and really around the world like coming to see and it's unique for them and kind of take it for granted just being there. So yeah, hear what you're saying there. Well, uh, for, for our audience here, how can our audience best connect with you if they'd like to learn more? The best way would probably be by email. You can reach me at M-O-B-E-R-S-T-A-E-D-T at fairvote.org. Yeah, and as always, I'll be sharing down in the episode description here the link to your email and give people a way to easily connect with you there. But definitely thanks for taking the time today to come on the show and for sharing your story. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to today's show. Hopefully you learned something new about the work happening in the nonprofit sector and were inspired to get involved. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you're listening from. If you want to learn more about today's guest, how you can contact them and explore the organization they work for, check out the show notes. But that'll do it for this episode. Come back next time to hear from yet another. A